0: So, be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Thank you for joining us for a mindful moment. We're so grateful to our listeners and subscribers. I sometimes feel I'm doing pretty well just to survive each day amidst what feels like constant interruptions and distractions in our 24 7 digital times. Add in all of the general mayhem in the world today, and it can feel like it is an accomplishment just to survive. But I want to thrive and we want you to thrive too. Mindfulness is a powerful method to restore calm and clarity back into our lives so that we can. The key to learning mindfulness is simply practice. So we hope that these podcasts will provide you with examples, knowledge, and inspiration to shift your focus from feeling frantic to taking back control. You can live a better life and we'll show you how along the way. Let's get started. Before we get to a mindless example to provide us contrast for where we're heading, I have to take a moment to first give a shout-out to my staff. Jesse, Melissa, and Paola, thank you. Not only for your fine work, but for providing me with motivation to keep going every day, especially when it's challenging. And thanks to our group efforts, I'm excited to announce that we're launching a coaching certification program at the end of this week. The Dynamic Coaching Certification Program encapsulates everything we've learned over the past seven years in providing leadership coaching, team development, workshops, conference presentations, and community trainings. Everything we do at Work to Live is aimed at supporting people to find meaning and purpose in their lives as well as to succeed in their goals. And since we can only cover so much in a day, training others to implement these programs means more people can benefit. If you're interested in a coaching career, or in improving your leadership skills, please check out the program on our website. Now back to our regularly scheduled Mindless Moment. I recently attended an all-day training on illicit bias, and one of the videos shown really moved me to think about anger related to mindfulness. In the video, a black man is very angry with a school official in Georgia because the school had lost his five-year-old daughter on three different occasions. The school official, a white woman, is standing in what looks like a waiting area at the school, with a security guard at her side, as the man yells at her. Now, on first glance, you may assume that the father is the mindless participant in this conversation, but it's actually the school official. The father clearly thought through this encounter in advance, including having his wife video the exchange. He states at the outset that the first time they lost his daughter, he was calm. The second time, he was mad but remained calm. This third time, however, he was going to express his anger. The school official, in response to this man's frustration, spends her time justifying what occurred. She blames the bus company. She blames the bus driver. She tells the father that he should lower his voice because other people will hear. What she does not do is empathize with the father, accept responsibility for the school's failure in keeping his daughter safe, nor offer any comfort to assure him that it won't happen again. In fairness, but not to condone, the woman's own fear response was probably in full swing, making it much more challenging to respond appropriately. This is why typical anger is not usually the best approach to solving a problem. We talked about how anger doesn't usually serve us in a previous podcast, but what if there are cases where it does? There's a big misperception out there that mindful people are always peaceful and calm. This is simply not the case. Anger is a human emotion that everyone experiences, but most do so completely mindlessly. Some go into a blind rage, they say things that they later regret, or they cause irreparable damage to a relationship because they temporarily lose their mind. Those are all examples of mindless anger where our conscious minds go offline as the surge of stress-related hormones take over and the emotions let loose without any actual thinking occurring. Mindful people are not exempt from this experience by any means. But just as the father did in the earlier example, sometimes anger is required, but it can be mindfully expressed. As we've previously discussed, the emotion of anger is really a subset of fear. Most of the time, our fears are not real in that there is no real danger. But sometimes there is danger. That father was full of fear for the safety of his daughter. And approaching the school twice in a calm manner had produced no results, so he mindfully planned his third complaint. The video went viral and clearly shows that bias and racism are alive and well in this country today. How many white people would feel the need to videotape a complaint to a school official? But it also shows how mindfulness works. The parents recognized that they had to do something more than calmly discuss the school losing their child multiple times because they had to keep their child safe. They also knew that an angry black man yelling in a school, especially in the South, would probably result in the police being called. So the mother accompanies him in order to take video of the encounter. The father states at the beginning that this is not his first attempt and that he was calm the prior two visits. Despite being very angry... He is very articulate about the school's responsibility in keeping his child safe, despite the school official insisting that they are not responsible. He is able to stay on track, state the facts, and point out bigger picture issues, all while visibly furious. It was my first time to see mindful anger, if that's a thing, in action. He didn't threaten the school official. There was no physical violence, no name-calling, no personal insults. He kept it to the school's responsibility to keep his daughter safe and their failure to do so. This is exactly what anger's real purpose is. We have anger in order to protect ourselves or our loved ones. For most of us, it pops up uncontrollably and makes matters worse. But this father expressed great anger in a mindful way, and it appears to have been successful. The video went viral on the Internet. Just search Lost Child three times if you want to see it which helped pressure the school to change their policy to ensure that the buses don't leave until they know all of the children are on the bus. There were no lawsuits, no arrests, and the end result was that the children, at least in that school, are safer due to the encounter. Stop and consider how you express anger. When you feel anger rising up, what do you do with it? Do you blast it on Instagram or Facebook? Do you yell at someone? Do you throw things, slam things, insult people or groups? You might hold it all in, causing yourself undue stress and even physical ailments. These are all examples of mindless anger. Mindfulness is achieved through constant practice, so if you're not practicing, odds are, your anger will be expressed mindlessly and probably not result in an outcome that you'll be very happy with in the end. But by continuously practicing mindfulness, you could discover how to manage your anger and use it mindfully in the rare occasions when it's called for. One way I manage my anger is to write it down. I recognize when I'm getting angry and, if necessary, hold it in for the moment, but as soon as I can get alone, I write it all out. Ugly, ranting, whatever emotions come up, it goes into a Word document or an email that is never, ever sent, or it's handwritten in a journal. Sometimes I can't even read the writing in the journal later, clear evidence that my body is pulsing with adrenaline and other stress hormones. My internal agreement with myself is that this is only the first step of the process. I wait a day. I go back and read what I wrote. And then I have the option of taking further action. Every time, whatever I have written is too harsh. It includes personal attacks, justifications, blame. In my right mind, when I'm not furious, I can see that my angry thoughts would not serve me if shared in that angry stance. If I can share my actual concerns in a way that is mindful and productive, I do. But most of the time I realize it's just a waste of time and energy and can let it go. Another practice I use when angry, and I don't have the luxury of journaling, is to tap. I may have to excuse myself to go to a bathroom or other private area... But tapping releases negative emotions, so I'll tap for a few minutes to help myself get re-regulated so that I can think more clearly about the situation. Next week's podcast is all about tapping, so if you're interested, join us for that episode. Finally, I consciously practice avoiding things that I know make me angry. I had a discussion with the presenter at that training, Dr. Barbara Stroud, who I want to thank for sharing that video, And we both agreed that watching the news or reading too much of it produces useless anger, which serves no purpose. Staying focused on what we can all do to make life better is a much preferred way to live. But there are times when we may need to get angry in order to keep us safe. And when we do, a mindful approach is definitely a much more effective method for achieving what we want. You may have wondered why I didn't mention using meditation to dissipate my anger. It's because I only teach what I practice, and meditation doesn't work for me when I'm angry. I'm assuming it's due to the hormonal flood happening, but I can't settle down when angry through meditation. I do, however, meditate once I've settled down. Then I can watch my angry thoughts pass by, and it reinforces that those thoughts are not who I am. They are just thoughts. So let's do a simple breathing meditation, watching our thoughts pass by, noticing any emotional charge they contain, and simply labeling them. Take in a deep cleansing breath, and sigh with relief on the out-breath. Sit comfortably, back naturally straight, feet flat on the floor. Close your eyes or lower your gaze. Breathe normally and simply watch your thoughts. Label them as they pass by. Anger, boring, weird, happy, worried. Don't cling to any single thought. Simply label it and notice how quickly it turns into a different thought with a completely different emotion or meaning. Slowly return your attention to your surroundings. Take in another deep, cleansing breath. Stretch your body. Smile. Remember that you are not your thoughts. For the rest of the day, as you feel any emotion arising, try labeling them in your mind and notice if they dissipate. If angry thoughts are persistent, try writing them down. Remind yourself that a thoughtful response is always a better choice than a mindless reaction. Life offers too many rich opportunities to just survive it. Our intention is to support you in thriving through a life of purpose and meaning. Be sure to join us next week for a discussion on tapping, a powerful tool for self regulation. Until next time, remember to be mindful. If you have questions or comments, email us at infoworktoliveproductions.com. At Please subscribe to A Mindful Moment with Teresa McKee on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your other favorite podcast outlets. We'd also truly appreciate you taking a few seconds to rate this podcast so that others can find us and follow us on social media at work, the number two, underscore live. A Mindful Moment is hosted and produced by Teresa McGee. The Spanish version is translated and recorded by Paola Tile. Intro music, Retreat by Jason Farnham. Outro music, Morning Stroll by Josh Kirsch, Meteorite Productions. Meditation music, Angel's Dream by Akash Gandhi. This podcast is produced by Work to Live Productions. Thank you for tuning in.